0: Hello, and welcome to Evolve Higher. I'm Cassie, your co-host, and I have here with me today an amazing powerhouse, holistic health mama, Alicia Nohoku. How are you?
1: Hi, Cassie. Thank you so much for having me here. I am just
0: – I'm really excited to talk to you. I know. Me too. Me too. I um, I was really, really excited to have you on the podcast because we have this super fun connection that is a little bit unique for our listeners. We found each other on social media and Alicia offers just an an immense amount of opportunity for those that are interested in holistic health to learn different modalities. And I had been following her for a while and I saw that she was doing a master retreat for Reiki, which is in line with some of the things that I was going to do. So um, I signed up for her master retreat in August this year, and we've been able to connect back and forth through video messaging on Instagram and messaging through the platform and through email and stuff. But I have you here today to actually talk to me and, you know, (laughs) 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 person-ish. (laughs) oh I love
1: that you know I just want to say like how grateful I am for these technologies that we have because we're really like dispersed on the planet right I just see us all us little light worker light seeds all around and we don't have to feel so alone anymore and it's so cool to see the way that we connect and then these relationships that build, I just, I, it's so powerful. I feel like I know you, I love you. I am so excited for, you know, that you've chosen to learn the mass, the master level through my teachings. It's such an honor when somebody, you know, chooses you as their teacher and, um, yeah, I'm just in awe. Every every time these connections happen, I it's so familiar. You know, it's like there you are. I've missed you <laughs> like yeah. in lifetimes. And then and then here we are to support each other and you know, bring in bring in the light and do the work. So I'm really grateful you're here and that you reached out to me and that we're connected and yeah, that we have these technologies to really, you know, support
0: each other and stay together through all of this chaos. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I know. It's, it's so interesting. I, even through like social media, uh, we have an interesting episode coming up. I won't spoil too much but just the perception of social media and the perception that people put out there but I there was so much truth coming through with your this the content that you put out and just the the things that you put out there for people and the way that you show up um, Mm -hmm. for people over technology and I could just feel there's so much power coming from you in a really really beautiful amazing way and I knew that for my mastership like I wanted to when I decided to take that leap and when I decided to make that commitment to myself and make that commitment to my family and, and the world that I wanted it to be just an overwhelming, profound experience. And I, I could see that you're offering that and it just was, it, it felt right, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what it is. You just, you feel it and it feels right. So I w- I'm very, very honored yeah. to have the opportunity to do it. I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> no,
1: thank you. You know, and I feel like this is this is the way of like the heart warrior, right? We come out into this world and for me it is like here I am. Here here is my heart and I have truly experienced like the most profound traumas in my life, um, you know, over and over. Like recently, even it's just been one after another, and it just it just feels like it tears away layer and layer. And oftentimes, you know, I'm I'm wondering, like, is this too much? Should I really be sharing this with the world, or should I really be like, <laughs> you know, letting my heart be so out there? But I love it because you know the people who it matters to like you feel it and see it the people who feel like it's too much that's okay like not everyone's ready to do their work or to come into their truth the way that my clients and my students are but it's just it's so beautiful when it (laughs) when somebody's ready for that you know and um yeah takes the step to like do that work. It's so powerful.
0: Yeah. You're definitely a leader in that space and it's, it's exciting. It's really cool to be able to follow and to see. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me. I'm excited. So um, what are the different modalities that you practice and teach? Cause overall um, I want to talk about holistic health just because you are so versed in it. Like you span across pretty much everything that there is. Um, And then we'll dive a little bit into Reiki, but let's talk about some of the modalities that you practice.
1: So, yeah, um, I want to start by saying that I think one thing that happens when we start to step out into the world with our gifts and our healing and our modalities is we tend to really like identify with a modality and i see it a lot in my clients and i see it a lot in the world where it's like we can get stuck in that modality so i love talking about my my modalities and i'm excited to talk about them and i also think it's really amazing because for me now um i title myself a light worker coach a light worker business coach a starseed coach like i'm here really helping people figure out what is their quote, unquote, modality, their gift, their purpose, what are they bringing through? And how do they align that? Because when we are entrepreneurs, and we're here bringing ourselves into the world, it's not just a job, you know, it's our life. And it's our transformation. And it's our creation into this reality. And so it's really great to have like a toolbox. And then we use different tools. But for me, honestly, like, I have a lot of tools. And it's I use different tools in every single situation, um, which I think is so powerful. And that's not to say that everyone needs to have a million modalities or that one just having one modality isn't enough or is enough or whatever, but that um, I just want to put that out there right away because I love talking like, I love bringing in the business aspect of all of this. And that's that you don't really need to get stuck in one modality. Some people are really great at like having one modality, and that's their thing. And they're very successful at that. And then other people, it's kind of like, well, you're here bringing in your magic. So for me, I absolutely love using the Akashic records. And I do a modality that's called soul realignment. And it's, super life-changing. It's a reading. Um, I do a reading and a clearing on my own time. And then I meet my clients on the phone and we record the we record the reading, so I basically kind of summarize everything that I found, and we talk about what they're clearing, and their blueprint of their soul, and where you know what star system did they come from, and what gifts are they bringing, and what's holding them back, and then we're clearing those things, and then they get a prayer um, to help bring that new frequency into their reality, and so that's one that is super powerful it's very very specific it'll go down to the exact day and time and age that you were and what chakra is it at and what was the emotional component of it and like what happened who was involved so it's very much like a psychic um reading in a way and it's very specific and it's so powerful um where reiki which i also love to use is very um it can be very broad and very it's very gentle and very non-specific at times so we can use reiki to clear specific energy blocks to clear specific ailments or, you know, injuries and things like that. But we can also let it be that general, beautiful cleansing energy that comes in and just removes the stagnation, removes the blockages. And sometimes we don't really understand exactly what it is removing. So that's kind of how I differentiate those two modalities. Um, I also really, really love human design. And that's another modality that I practice. Um, I use that with my coaching clients as well. And that's really taking your energy body and who you are in this lifetime as an energetic being, and how you relate to the universe around you to manifestation, to creation, and you specifically have, you know, a blueprint, a chart, a body graph that is unique to you that is affected by Um, the current transits of the planet and uh, the people that you're around in those different moments in time, you know, and how do they activate your energy body? And how do you respond to that? And so that's a really specific modality to say, like, here's a way of um, living your life and responding to your life um, that's specific to you. Because really, with all of these modalities, um, it's about kind of, tearing away the programming that you've received. We grow up in a culture and a family and a school and a belief system. And we're kind of taught to all be, you know, a certain way. Our education system was created back during, you know, the, when people were needing to be, you know, manufacturing. And so we're really kind of creating almost like robots in our children. And so this is a way of like taking that programming out and saying, wait, who are you and what are you here to do? And how do we remove those limiting beliefs that are making you think that you need to be like this person or that person? Um, So human design, super powerful. I am trying to think. I'm sure there's other modalities. I do tarot readings. Those are really powerful. <laughs> People will do like a two-card reading with me, and it, it like can change their whole trajectory of their life. It's so powerful what the cards will bring through. Um, yeah. So those are some of my modalities. It's probably something I'm forgetting, but
0: <laughs> like I said, a powerhouse. Oh my gosh. that That is one of the things that I think drew me to you. I'm very much um, a logical, analytical thinker. Um, and you just have a really clear and amazing way of explaining things. And one of the one of the aspects of kind of our existence that I have a really strong belief in is just the power of our mind, the power of our thoughts and how our thoughts and our mindsets and our perceptions shape our lives. And, you know, like the butterfly effect, if you are in a certain lane of thought and all of a sudden you make decisions based off of your thinking, it has a dramatic effect in your life. And some of these modalities that you just talked about really speak to the ability to help people dig into their minds, help people dig into what's happening in their lives or what has happened in their lives and how that trauma or how those experiences are affecting the decisions that they make, their health, their stress levels, and really just tearing all of that down and giving people the, <laughs> the ability to move forward and the ability to have some type of understanding of what's going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's really amazing because like, Really, in my perspective, we are creating everything through the choices that we're making. Everything that's in your reality came from a choice. Sometimes it's past life choices. You know, sometimes we have to go all the way back, however many past lives, but most of the time we can look at this life and look at when it was in your benefit to maybe be ignorant to something or maybe be naive or maybe be, you know, like different things when we're kids where it benefited us. And then we are still carrying that and making decisions from that perspective that's causing like all kinds of chaos. And so it really puts the ball in your court. You know, it's like none of us are victims here. We are all creating it. And, you know, it's not always easy to hear that. Like, It's not always easy to take accountability for choices you've made that have caused chaos in your life and that's why it's so powerful when it's like laid out on the table that like look at this is a choices and I see it all the time especially with the soul alignment readings where I mean, things will happen literally like as I'm doing the reading or as I'm on the call with a client, all of a sudden like money starts coming into their PayPal or they're getting like texts from their ex-boyfriend or their mom they haven't talked to in 20 years, emails them or you know what I mean? It's like we're all so energetically connected and then when those unhealthy connections are broken, the people on the other end feel it and then they reach out to try and reconnect. And then it's like, you have to decide, like, do you want to keep choosing that or not? And so I wanted to share actually really fast because I keep hearing, I keep hearing it in my head, to like, share this. Um, my, I work with a mentor, this amazing guy in Hawaii, and he's teaching me really, really ancient, ancient Hawaiian wisdom. And he has this mantra. And it's um, oh my gosh, I'm afraid I'm gonna say it wrong. I don't want to mess it up. <clears throat> it's Hanab Ku, Alo Me'e. And this is in the Mu, the language of Mu. It's like the Lumerian language. So Hanab Ku Alo Mee, and it means the victim has collapsed. The hero is present. And he talks about, you know, the hero is present. Now, once we decide that in ourself, that I am the hero and I am present, that means we've decided that even when it's hard, even when it's not convenient, even when other people are totally doing everything they can to convince us or push us back in, into that victim mentality, um, it's this way of energetically just taking responsibility and not being a victim of anything because, because we're not. And, and when we are in that space, then we have no control over what happens, you know? And so I think that's a really important thing, even in, especially in these times where we can easily try and find the spaces where we feel victimized. And really that's being triggered, especially right now, I'm hearing it and seeing it a lot in people um, being triggered in all the different excuses that they've had in life for being small or staying safe, or maybe it's their health, or maybe it's the reasons why they they believe they don't have money, and maybe it's their culture, maybe it's their gender, you know, all these different things that we use as an excuse to be a victim, and when we collapse that and step into being the hero no matter what then your entire life just
0: unfolds before you it's so powerful right i was actually very excited when that came through because i this aspect of your practice is and the things that you're learning is one of the most interesting things to me the the ancient aspect of the things that you're learning so thank you so much for bringing that up and i i think it segues into a good Question that I wanted to ask you because I personally struggle with this a little bit as a Reiki practitioner. Mm -hmm. How do you communicate this to people that don't come forward and have limiting beliefs? Like, I believe that a part of the work that we're here to do is to expand this awareness and expand this mindset, but when you're branching out and you're trying to help people understand what it is that you do that don't have that awareness or that don't have the ability to think past what has been proven by science or, you know, whatever it is, how do you explain this to people that aren't already in the community? Mm-hmm.
1: That's such a good question, Cassie. Oh, well, first of all, if you want to talk about Reiki, there are times where. Um, Like, for instance, here in Portland, we offer Reiki at Providence Hospital. You can volunteer to be a Reiki practitioner there. And when you're in the hospital setting, it's very clinical. So we don't get into any kind of spiritual anything in that setting. And it's just simply that Reiki is a Japanese technique for for relaxation and healing. And the more relaxed you are, the faster your body heals. And that's it. Um, the other thing though, that I want to say about all of this is there's so many people that don't get it. There's so many people that want to challenge it. It's against their religion. It's against their beliefs and it's against what they're trying to contain from and keep themselves right. from having to do the work through. So from hmm. having to face
0: it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And they don't want to, and I, I don't care anymore. I'm very like, um, trusting of everybody else's path, and everybody else's journey. And I know for me, like nobody ever even like said, Hey, this is Reiki, or you should learn this. And and Reiki was the doorway, by the way, for me, like when I start my very first, like real spiritual um, practices started through Reiki, like actually had a chiropractor who did energy work. And I was like, I want to do that. What are you doing? And she said, Oh, you should go learn Reiki. And then that's kind of like what opened the door of all awesome. this other stuff. I can't wait to get into
0: that. Keep, yeah. you're
1: good. Keep going. Yeah, we'll get into that but, next. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that, um, that like, nobody forced it, you know, on me or was like, you need to learn this, or you need to see this. And the more that we, you know, it's like, in the beginning, I did feel like that, like, I need to prove this, I need to prove it's right, I need to prove that it's real, or whatever. And, um, you know, at this point, I don't even care. I'm like, if you don't believe it, that's great. Like, go ahead and (laughs) unfollow me, unfriend me, don't call me, whatever, whatever you need to do to keep yourself feeling comfortable. Because at some point, generally, people will come back when they're ready, or when they're curious, and I'm always open to like talking about it and answering it. Uh, Questions, you know, and that's like the most beautiful part about Reiki or Soul Realignment or the tarot cards is that there's a real affirmation that happens there's this knowing, you know, we have like a deep, deep knowing within us. And so when somebody is affirming who you are, or this truth that you know, you've been like trying to pretend isn't true. And then it's like in your face through a tarot reading or something, you know, maybe it's about a relationship that you know, you need to leave, but you've been just like trying to convince yourself it's okay, or a job or, you know, whatever it is, people know at a deep, deep level, I think. And for Reiki, that's like one of my favorite things in the world of all my experiences is giving those Reiki attunements. Because in a Reiki class and in a Reiki attunement, you're really, really experiencing yourself as the immensity of who you are. And so I'm not really telling you anything so much. I mean, in the master level, it's different because we're learning specific techniques and how to do things. But in the first two levels, it's really about you just experiencing and feeling it. And nobody can take that away from you. You know, your own mind can kind, can try to, Convince you that oh you didn't feel that or you didn't see that or you didn't you know whatever after the after the fact a lot of times our ego comes in and is like wait that didn't really happen or this isn't working um, but it's really an experience that people get to have and that's something that like that's them and their connection with source and their connection with the creator and I just hold the space for that to happen you know and so. Yeah, I'm never really trying to like convince or go, you know, find people that I think should do it or, yeah, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, it does. It's, and I just, I got, <laughs> I got goosebumps. <laughs> I love that. And it, it just is a, I think it really affirms the power that you hold within yourself and within the community because once you start to dive in a little bit more and you start to, like you mentioned, connect with all that we are and connect with the creation and connect with the energy. That's exactly what it's about. Mm-hmm. You can't force it on somebody. You can't fake that it's there. You, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's something that very much is the connection to serenity, the connection to calm and collective truth. So I, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, for giving me And
1: generally, like in my case, and I see it a lot in my students as well, once that door is open, you just can't get enough. Like people just want to know more and more and more. And you know, it's like whether it's learning through yoga or acupuncture or breath work or Reiki or all the different ways, like it really opens your intuition up. And then I see it in the light workers on the world or the ones who are here to really be bringing that through and doing their own healing like it takes care of itself, you, you know, and the same with Reiki like it really brings us together in these circles and communities. That are so divinely ordered. And I say it with every circle, every sisterhood circle, every Reiki class, like we are all meant to be there at that moment together. We might not understand what that means or why or what's happening with a bigger picture or energetically in other realms, but we were meant to be in that space and time there together. And it doesn't matter. Like if you try or not like whoever's gonna be there will be there and whoever's not meant to won't whether it means their car breaks down or whether it means their friend drags them to this class that they've never even heard about you know it's like right it always aligns perfectly
0: oh so beautiful i love <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. so going back to you know how you got involved in all of this as well let's start with how long have you been practicing when did you start learning reiki So I took my very first Reiki class when
1: my youngest daughter was just like a month old. So she's going to be nine this year. So I've been doing Reiki, I guess, almost nine years. Um, I started my Reiki practice like literally two days, I think it was after I got my level two certification. So I basically I took level one. And I was kind of like, I don't know if this is working. I don't know what's going on. And then I just woke up one morning. And I said, I just had this overwhelming urge, like, I need to take level two, and I want to open a practice. And then that day, I think it was, I was on like Facebook and my, one of my chiropractor friends had posted, like, I have a room that I'm trying to rent in my practice if anyone's looking for space. And then I looked at my, um, my Reiki teacher, like when was she teaching level two and it was like that weekend and there was one spot left or something. So like
0: magic alignment,
1: (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) just like totally, it was like a, Thursday, and then there I was on Monday with like my first client. You know, it was amazing. And more and more and more, I see my life like that. Like back just in February, I woke up on this Friday. I had a session with my my mentor in Hawaii. We were like trying to decide should we do a session next week or not. I don't know. We were like we'll figure it out later. Hung up with him. I don't even know what happened. I talked to another friend, and by the end of that day, I had bought. Tickets to Maui, like round trip, and I left the Wednesday after. So it was like four days later. I was on the islands, and I had not planned it at all. And it was it so divine. Was like, like waking up in Hawaii. Like, Yeah, it was just <laughs> like, I need to go to Maui. Oh, look, tickets are only like $200. Oh. I'm just going to buy them. And then everything worked out, and it was so – like so much happened on that trip. It was so – like I definitely – was just meant to be there and it was so easy and so yeah I'm always looking at now and with my clients too like where is it that we're trying to force things and really human design is the, the thing that's really helped me um more and more with this is like where am I trying to force things instead of just like letting them come to me like let me be a magnet and I'm just radiating my light out into the world like a beacon or a lighthouse like here I am and then people or situations or whatever just coming to me instead of me like forcing it and yeah it's been a really it's it's different to live your life that way and I'm always like exper experimenting with that.
0: I love it. I love it. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. So um, you mentioned all of the modalities that, well, a, a few of the more profound modalities that you practice. What were, speaking of really any of them, whatever comes to you, what were some of the experiences or situations that brought you to those practices? Um mm. Because you just mentioned like the Reiki one and how <laughs> how synchronized all of that was <laughs> yeah. and being a magnet and really just letting go of trying to control things and letting it come to you. But what what prompted you to dive into some of the other stuff that you do?
1: Well, I think for me, I, I really feel like my second daughter was a huge catalyst. Um, like she... I don't remember what came first. Oh, it's 1111.
0: Um, yay.
1: <laughs> so right when you're
0: talking about second daughters and soapbox, I am about to have my second daughter. So, I'm <laughs> yeah. I am I'm locked into what you're saying right now. <laughs> and it must be aligned because it's 1111 on the 22nd.
1: Um, which is like double, which is like a daughter number 2. Okay. So, she the, uh, I Oh my gosh, it's uh, I'm just going to try to make this short, but basically I was in a an emotionally abusive relationship and I didn't even know it. Like I was so clueless. I didn't know what narcissism was. I didn't know what crazy making was. I didn't really know what um any of that stuff was. And here I am pregnant with my second daughter and I don't know so I have I was raised motherless. My dad raised my sister and I. My mom left when I was like 6 and I hadn't seen her talk to her. We kind of assumed like maybe she passed away or something. And then it was it was like the same day that I found out I was pregnant with my second daughter and my sister had found my mom. On Facebook, and she was like alive, and she lived like an hour away from us, like the whole time. And she had known, like, we had never moved, so she knew where we were, you know. She could have found us, but she didn't. So, anyway, it started this whole like process of kind of healing and looking into all of that and being like just healing work. Um, and then I took that level one class when my daughter was one, was a month old, and then. Um. really, I think it was my divorce. So that first class really, you know, level one Reiki, it just opens you up to the truth, I think. And it opens up your intuition. And I, I started realizing like, wait, something's not right. Like this isn't how I'm supposed to be feeling. Something's going on. And through that process, Um, I started learning other modalities, I think, like I learned level two. And then I really started connecting with spirit and like seeing how it was all working and playing out. And then going through my divorce was super intense. um, Because I had to get a custody study because my ex tried to get sole custody of my daughters. And he used the fact that I did um, the work that I did against me he said well she talks to aliens and ghosts and she's a witch and so she's mentally ill and can't raise children basically and he works for um like child protective services so he knows like all the judges all the laws all this stuff it was it was so so like the scariest thing ever Um, but I had to sit there in front of like a psychiatrist with a big video camera in my face and she would ask me things like, well, when you see ghosts, what do they look like? What do they sound like? What do they say? What is Reiki? How does it work? Um, you know, are you a witch? Do you practice Wicca? Which I don't, by the way, but it's a legitimate, you know, religion, like, it's not illegal, if I was. Um, So anyway, that was like a whole process a year. And looking back on that now, I'm just so proud of myself for not giving up or for not trying to like hide it. Or, you know, I had no one I was not raised spiritual, I had nobody Really in my back, um, supporting the work that I was doing, supporting my awakening, supporting, you know, any of the spiritual work. And I stuck with it anyway, and I trusted it anyway. And it was really Reiki that got me through that because there's five ideals. And one of them is just for today, do not worry. And that one, like just for today, do not worry. And I would just, every single day, if I started worrying, I just, not today. I wouldn't do it. I would, you know, call in Reiki, do a little prayer for a second. And it really got me through. And then I just, you know, realized like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a single mom, I'm going to need to have a job and make money. And I was a stay-at-home mom. And it's been such a journey. Like looking back now, I'm like, man, if I would have just hired a business coach, you know, like eight years ago, I would have gone so much faster and gotten so much more organized and like, figured out the business side of things Um, but it was really me just kind of like doing the inner work of healing through what happened you know my relationship with my mother my relationship with my ex-husband who am I and just literally like becoming a completely different person really Um, and all of the traumas you know through that and I feel like I get tested still um you know the most horrible horrible things will happen and then i'll i'll start to question like what is the point of this or what is um is this real you know is there like because i believe everything is useful and everything has a purpose and now like as i get through these traumas i'm like yes there was a reason that every single one of these things happened but when you're in it it's so hard to see And, um, I think like, I don't know that I would have gotten through a lot of that stuff without having this connection. And so it really, like, as I was growing, transforming, getting brighter, and then the shadows getting darker, it was just pulling me deeper and deeper into like all these other, you know, ways of understanding myself and understanding the world and manifestation and, um, all of those things.
0: Wow. I my i'm speechless like my jaw it just <laughs> wow wow i thank you so much for sharing that like i i can't even i can't even imagine what that process must have looked like for you and and i i respect so deeply the fact that You figured out the best way to show up for yourself, to show up for your family and just fight for your values and fight for what you believe in. And those, you know, just for today, all of those, those mantras of, of Reiki are really, really important. I'm glad that, you know, I honestly am speechless. I'm <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> well, And I guess wow. because
1: a lot of the people listening, they might not know you. You probably have more of a connection to this too because of where you live on the planet. But yeah, like in November of 2018, my whole entire town, like the whole hometown where I grew up, completely burned down in a day. So my dad's whole house where we grew up, but not just his house, but every single one of our neighbors, every single one of my friends' houses that I grew up going to slumber parties or birthday parties, like the schools, the restaurants, everything. And so it was literally like my childhood got wiped out in a day, you know? And it was so dark like i never could have imagined that and then like other things happened with just like family and death and like even darker stuff since then where i'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> what's gonna but you know now we're in this moment where the the world is in a place of fear and there's a lot of un- unknowingness going on and i feel really grounded because i've i've really had to trust and i've seen over and over again now how Things always always work out for us right. for our highest. You've goodness.
0: been like you've been like through always. the trials. You've been, oh, you have been trained real?
1: for this. Oh like. my god! Yeah, um, so I feel ready. I,
0: <laughs> I think that you your story and the things that you do and the practices that you have really embody what personal evolution and personal growth is all about. And ironically enough, you are also an evolved business. Mm-hmm. Evolve- Portland. So if people <laughs> are looking to find you, they can go to your website, evolveportland.com. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Evolve right. Portland. And then you have your um, Facebook, Reiki by Alicia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Instagram. can just search
1: evolveportland.com on Facebook, too. I think it'll come up. Awesome. Yeah. on my Instagram at Evolve Portland. It's kind of funny too. That's another thing. Like here I am Evolve Portland, but most of my clients are like all over the world. You know, I've got them in Argentina, Australia, um, Ireland.
0: (laughs) And yet I'm like, Evolve Portland. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's where it started, right? Yeah. It's the seed where it was planted. Well, thank you so much, For sharing your story and giving us this advice that you have, I I think it is super powerful. And again, one of the things that I love the most about you is how you're able to convey in such a simple and realistic and understandable way how to overcome trauma, how to get through life, and how to not only just get through life, but face yourself and face the things that you're going through to become a better person. Um, and I'm very, very, very excited for August. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going to be one of those really massive, transformational moments for me. And I'm, I'm honored to be doing that with you.
1: Oh, I'm so excited! Thank you so much. And Cassie, would you mind if I just mentioned um, I'm offering. Um, these things I'm calling sacred sessions again yes, um, people, hear about it. yeah just because we're in such um, times of growth and and people's fears and work you know the work that needs to be done really being triggered and so I'm doing sessions I'm calling them sacred sessions and it's basically an hour phone call with me using you know Reiki or Whatever modalities, um, it's one hundred and twenty dollars for a session, and we record the phone call. And so, I'm booking those a couple a week, starting tomorrow, starting next week. Um, and so, people can just, you know, email me or DM me or text me or whatever to get set up for that. But I'm just really wanting to be here in service. And so it can be amazing what one phone call can do for somebody just to really look at their fear. And um, I've done a lot of work with people around fears, whether it's like fear of flying, fear of death, fear of um spiders you know all the these fears and we can we can literally go in and energetically remove that fear and it's baffling to people like wait i'm not scared anymore or we can go in and look at like the truth of what's really going on because this is such an opportunity for healing and for growth and so Um, That's just one way that people, if they're really feeling that as we're here in our homes, kind of locked down, forced to do our work, I have that as an opportunity to really dive into yourself.
0: I love it. Oh, I just I keep getting goosebumps throughout this whole entire interview. Is there anything else that you're offering? I mean, that sounds amazing. And I think it's like exactly what people need and what better mm-hmm. time to take advantage of it than right now. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my favorite
1: is the coaching. So I do three month packages. And that's really like if you really want to change your life, whether it's life coaching or business coaching, especially those who are feeling like, okay, I've been called to do this. I've been called to step out. I know I have a purpose, and I don't know how to make it work. I don't know how to create a business. I don't know, um, you know, whatever, whether it's strategy, or Instagram things, or whether it's the internal work. When I work with people, we for in my coaching, it's weekly that we have a session every single week and I do the soul realignment I start those out with that and it's it's life changing and so sometimes it's business stuff, other times it's life coaching where people are just like my life is a total wreck and I'm not sure how to get it back to like where I want it to be it can be that you know so whatever kind of support people need that's that's like my main what I'm mainly doing now I do have retreats coming up but everything's just kind of in the air because we don't know you know, we don't know what's coming, but I am feeling a call, especially with this isolation. I'm I'm feeling a call for us to be gathering together. So who knows, maybe there will be retreats, whether it's Reiki trainings or some other kind of retreats here, or hopefully, like, around the world, I'm feeling like as we start to open up and begin to move around the planet again, I'm really hoping to be offering, you know, gatherings in different places. So we'll see how that all unfolds. But it's kind of like in a waiting, (laughs) in
0: a waiting place right now. (laughs) Well, I am definitely excited to be joining you in August and I can't wait to continue following your path and just being a part of your journey and you know what little space that I can I can be there for you. So thank you very, very
1: much. Thank you so much, Cassie. Thank you for seeing me and thank you for being here and for all the beautiful work that you do and all this magic that you're bringing out into the world. You definitely have inspired me so much. And I love your podcast. I love your posts. I love your attitude around parenting and mothering. I love your relationship with your husband. It gives me like so much just inspiration in love and all of that. So thank you for for doing you. what you're
0: doing. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to talk to you again soon and I hope you have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye.